Hello, my name is James, and welcome to another week of Conversion Therapy, the podcast where we confirm what you probably already know, you're not straight. Follow us on Instagram at The Conversion Therapy, and send in your queer queries to theconversiontherapy at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Okay. And we're back with part two of the podcast. Uh, thanks for coming back. Did you? Yay! Okay, yeah, I'll ask this one. Did you have a uh, family friend that mm-hmm. you had a crush on? No, I wouldn't say so. I'd say most of my crushes were just on random guys in school. Uh, I thought just reminded me of TV characters or something like that. <laughs> like... Okay, so who was your first one at school? <sighs> I mean, okay. His name was Justin. It was middle school. He was tall. He's actually blonde, which is very much unlike me. I'm normally not into blondes. Probably because of Justin. <laughs> Damn him. <laughs> but, um... And, like, he was just the all-star athlete. He could play any sport. It was a small Catholic school, so he didn't have much competition. But, um, mm-hmm. still, uh, he, um, he sort of looked like a, long, a young Leonardo DiCaprio, except paler with lighter blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was my first... I guess, like, crush, crush. Like, I, I could think back to elementary school, but that did would you, just make me sound creepy. Did you so. have, like, a... Uh, were you friends with him? He was actually... I wasn't, like, friends, friends with him, but he was friendly with me, which was nice, because, like, a lot of people weren't, because I was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's part of the reason why I liked him so much is despite his popularity and such, like he wasn't afraid to not be mean to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, like, as a twelve-year-old or an eleven-year-old, or I actually I went to school with him from fourth through eighth grade, mm. and um, which was nice. <laughs> so now that I think about it, I don't think I had any crushes in middle school. I didn't have any in high school because I was so sexually suppressed. My crush in high school was Natalie Portman. Because <laughs> of Black Swan. Oh my god, that movie. <laughs> when I tell you a movie has never had me literally on the edge of my seat, like scooting forward, shaking, feeling my oats, wondering what that Black Swan in my top five for life. I mean, like, I saw that in the theaters, and I saw I felt bad about not seeing it more than once in the theaters. Oh, okay, so my first crush was this person named John Cologne. And we went to, we had, I think, kindergarten, first grade, in second grade together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. What? You started early. Uh, you little hoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my 
was my first crush at six. <laughs> and, um, but I didn't really have friends in elementary school. Me neither. Yeah. But I would. That's why we're friends now. Yeah. Because we're both rejects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, people, it's what now? Six years that we've been friends? Um. Yeah. Well, no, actually, we met in 2011, but I don't... Seven years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, seven years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really... Yeah, I didn't really have friends in elementary school, but I would sit with him at lunch. <laughs> that's so cute. And... I mean, that's basically, like... That's, like, spooning in elementary school. It's, like, sitting people at lunch. <laughs> but, but, uh... So I would, I would sit with him at lunch and um, and I would just like talk but I would just be like kind of like talking at people <laughs> and, and but people would just like have their own conversation oh my god I know exactly what you're describing and that's like it's breaking me back <sighs> yeah it was really bad <laughs> So yeah, it took me a while to learn to, to what, learn uh, what social I love, skills. Though, what I love, and I'm sure you've experienced this, <laughs> is like the people from elementary school who are like not so nice or lukewarm to you, now like trying to reach out on social media and stuff like that. Once they see how fabulous you've become, tell me you had that. Like, I don't think I've really had that. Well, there, well, actually, that has happened. Mm -hmm. But every time that's happened, I've ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> I've mostly ignored it, too, but, um, also, I just tell myself, like, are we really the same as we were when we were 12? And then I think, no. yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes we are we're just more conditioned now and some of us are guilty I however am not guilty by giving you a lukewarm response and not accepting your friend request you know what I mean like some of them have followed me on Instagram mm -hmm. and I don't follow them back they'll reach out oh my god one of them I w I, let me see if I can find the message right now actually her name was Ashley let me let me look at my. Um, this is not the Ashley you're I'm gonna just, make I'm to just, me. I'm just like, if we weren't friends then, why are we gonna be friends now? She um. Let me see if it's on Facebook. I gave her the bitchiest response you could have imagined, and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> anyway, okay, I can't find it on um, my social media. However. She um, messaged me like, "Hey, Alex, so good to see you. You know, it seems it, it's it's amazing how long it's been since we were both in middle school or something like that." And I was just like, Ugh. "I responded, James, literally verbatim. Ready? <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I hardly remember it, nor do I care to reminisce. Have a good day."
And she literally responded, LOL, so funny. Well, good talking to you. I was like, yes, bitch, cower. <laughs> it was something to that effect. But, like, it was... I mean, like, why... You were mean to me. Like, I understand you're probably a different person now. I'm not holding a grudge. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm really, I'm not that pissy about it. But, like, why am I going to sit and reminisce with you when you were rude to me? Like, if you Why is that something I want to reminisce about? Yeah. (laughs) And they... Oh, my God. That's the only reason I want to go to, like... Okay, so I um, transferred high schools after my freshman year from Catholic school Mm -hmm. to public school. And I obviously had a much better time in public school, as people tend to do. So, um... I only went to public school. I I didn't hate public school, but I still wasn't out. I still wasn't, you know, like, part of the social strata, if you know what I mean. I didn't know where to fit in. You know, I had my friends in newspaper, and then toward the end, my, Ashley, who you meet later, is my friend from newspaper. Um, and then, like, toward the end, I developed, like, you know, a couple close friends who I'd, like, go to the movies with, or cut class to go to Starbucks with, or something you like that. You cut class. To go to Starbucks. I was a gold-colored member by the oh time I got to college. And I know. <laughs> 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 So, um, so yeah, I didn't hate high school, but I wasn't my best self. So the only reason I'd want to go to a high school reunion is just so I could strut Mm. and, like, you know, feel my oats. Because I've had people come back from high school when they've met me later on and be like, oh, my God, you're so much more confident now, and you carry yourself so differently. And I'm just like, yeah, because I'm above you. (laughs) <laughs> I am though. I'm 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 six two. I'm taller than most. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <sighs> yeah. Man, are we going to another question now? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is perfect. I feel like I'm on Jay Leno. Oh, did you have a, um, do you have a teacher you had a crush on? Oh, my God. Okay, so in college, okay, I, I never crushed on a teacher so hard in my life. Like, there was one substitute teacher in high school who was really hot and built, kind of, like, gave you, like, a Clark Kent vibe, um, but... Again, sexual suppression. Moving on. Um, in college, my senior year, summer before my senior year, I took Italian two or three. And my teacher was named Fabrizio. And he couldn't have been older than 28. And he had just such a cute Italian vibe about him like here's his picture so you can get like the idea feel free to scroll through like you know he had the full on accent and the vibe and the style and everything 
And I'm pretty convinced he was straight, too, but it's so hard to tell with Italians who are from Italy, like, who's straight and who's not. In the U.S., he would have been, like, a solid six and a half for me. I just melted for him. Like, it was an early class in the mornings, three, it was five days a week, actually, because language classes at FSU were five days a week. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I'd get there at 9 a.m. for him. Like, I would do it all for him. Like, he had such a pleasant demeanor and just that sort of Italian respectfulness that you don't really get in the U.S. Like, ugh, I I just, I melted. Like, I really melted for him. So he was my first teacher crush. That's late. It was. I don't, I, I never really crushed on teachers or celebrities growing up. Like. Really? No celebrities? My first celebrity crush was Jonathan Taylor Thomas when I was, like, a little boy. Who's that? I can't even think What was he in? He was in that show with Tim Allen. Oh. He's not as cute now, obviously, but when I was a little kid and he was older than me, I thought he was cute. Yeah, that was, like, my first celebrity crush, and that was just because he was in movies I'd watch. I was a little gay boy. So, um, outside of that, I never really latched onto celebrities because they're so distant to me. And then teachers are so... I don't really like teachers in general, unless they're, like, ones I'm friends with. I didn't have many male teachers. Yeah, that's the thing. I had, like, female teachers that were, like, awful. I didn't really so. have male teachers until high school so college for me like I had some male teachers in high school but it was oh I I had a lot more in high school we went to the school of the arts that's why oh yeah because they were all gay one was gay really actually only one gay male teacher really yeah and he didn't say that he was gay but We all knew he was gay. It was the Bush administration. Yeah. He would, like, talk like this. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. He was an English teacher. Mm. Yeah. An English teacher, an English teacher. Oh, and then the musical theater teacher. He was gay. (laughs) My first teacher crush was in school mm-hmm. it was my acting teacher <laughs> uh mr man the gay one <laughs> he no he's not gay oh really oh yeah. it was your english teacher who was gay no it, my english teacher also the musical theater teacher but then there was an acting teacher oh i see, I see. yeah they were separate okay but anyway he was just so such a good actor and he had this <laughs> And he had this uh, one earring. It was like a pirate earring. Oh, that's so... Oh, my God. That's so, like, Clinton era gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, that's like, not even Bush admin gay. I know. That's, like, and he, Clinton gay. And he was bald. And, so Clinton. And he was from New York. He went to, he went to NYU. <laughs> and... He was in three different productions of Rent. <laughs> and then he moved to Florida with his wife because he... Oh, poor thing. Because he wanted to um, spend time with his family. Um, 
Is there a fetish that you don't like? Oh my god, okay, uh. absolutely. <laughs> there is one that I don't like, and it is just for very personal reasons. I don't like bondage or restraint. Okay? I don't like feeling like I can't move if I want to. That is it. It is simple. It's not like... I, it, obviously, like, if it's someone I'll trust, maybe I'll succumb to it just for, like, you know, just to be able to say I did it. But, like, overall, it just really bothers me, and I stay away right. from it. Right. You have to, like, really trust them. <laughs> He does this thing, and it's just like, even when I do trust them, it's just like I don't prefer to be restrained, you know? I would try it once for the experience, but like, I, the whole bondage aspect of it to me just really takes me to a bad place. Like, I just, I don't want to be restrained. I, if I'm having sex with someone, like, sure, they can be dominant, they can mm -hmm. be, you know, in control, and that's mm -hmm. fine, you mm -hmm. know? But, like, in the end, like, I want to have some degree of autonomy. Right. It can't be real. It can't be real. <laughs> okay? It can't. Like, for me, like, I completely respect people who are into that, yeah. but... If we do it, they have to be these, like, some fake-ass party city restraints. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> that, A, and B, like, I have to be, like, in a relationship with you yeah. for, uh, like, a while, you mm -hmm. know? Like, mm -hmm. and even then, it's gonna be a one-time thing and nothing more, okay? So, dear future husband, like, it's not, it's not gonna be more than a one-time thing. Because <laughs> I've had, I, like, I, I know it, through fact, like, just from having people, like, hold my hands down and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Or, like, um, did I ever try, like, getting tied up? I don't think I did. I've never been tied up. But, like, I don't like having people hold my hands down and telling me not to move. I, that alone made me angry, and I wanted to move away. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, yeah. I can, I can yeah. tell someone to choke me and have them do it and have no issue with it. Same. Because I'm telling them yeah. to choke me. Yeah. And if they're choking me too much, look, bitch, I can move my arms and yeah. punch you. Right. Like. Right. Right. Because, uh, please choke me. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm, I'm fine with dominance when, yeah. when there's consent. Yeah. But I, I want to have autonomy within the dominance, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just saying, for anyone out there, please choke me. <laughs> <laughs> please choke him. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Alright, ask me another question. Okay. Um, uh, when did you first realize you were gay? Oh god, this is gonna get so creepy and Freudian. Oh. My. Goodness. Can we not? <laughs> I wanna know it now. Okay, when did I first realize I was gay? Okay, what I will say is, um, 
the first time I realized I was gay and like accepted it as a reality mm-hmm. within myself because mm-hmm. denial knows no bounds okay like you can tell yourself you're not gay and still have sexual desires toward men like that's how people stay in the closet as long as they do okay and unless you're in, you've been in the closet for a long time you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about so don't spend too much time on it, okay? Just accept what I'm telling you. Denial knows no bounds. The first time I realized I was gay and accepted it and realized, okay, you know what? I can do this. I can live with this. Was in college. Not in high school when I was jerking off to gay porn in my parents' bedroom behind closed doors. Oh, what? It was in college. Well, I mean... I didn't accept that I was gay till college. I mean... I told myself I was bi or bi-curious. Yeah. But, like, if we're talking about when I was gay, it was college. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be with you on the gay porn. Because I also watched gay porn... In high school. In middle school. Yeah, middle school, too. And... Seventh grade... I, when I first started watching porn, I went directly to gay porn. And I was still like, I'm not gay. (laughs) Did I go directly to gay porn? I can't remember. I think I just went to porn and was like turned on by the men. And tried to get into the women, but then just fell back to the men. Like, even to this day, I sometimes watch straight porn just because straight men can turn me on. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've watched straight porn since. But I went immediately to gay porn and still, in my head... Well, I didn't know gay porn existed until, like, a year into discovering porn. I I knew what the word was, and I only wanted to see men, and that's all I went for. The first time I heard gay sex was in... The Romy and Michelle sequel. That's when I heard the term gay sex used for the first time. Okay? I just knew what gay was, and I knew what sex was, and I was like, I want this. (laughs) But I didn't think I was gay. (laughs) Yeah. Denial knows no better. Right, right, right. But obviously, I, I came to the conclusion sooner than you did. Well, like, I just wouldn't ex- tell myself that I was gay. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm being bi. I'm being bisexual. I can get turned on by a girl. Whatever. I know a girl's pretty when I see her. Like, you know? Yeah. It's just you, you get into that mind space. Like, it's a fear-based mind space. That's how I was, like, sixth, seventh grade. Eighth grade, I just kind of chilled. And... And then by the beginning of ninth grade, I was in my head. I'm gay. It's 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 just who I am. <laughs> but I'm not gonna come out until Obama gets college. elected. Oh. <laughs> until college, I'm gonna I'm just gonna wait until college. I'm gonna come out then. And then and then all of ninth grade, people made fun of me for not coming out. <laughs> and so by 10th grade I was just I I was just like I guess I'll 
come out now. <laughs> yeah. In ninth grade, people made fun of me for not coming out, but then I was looking around at how they were treating the like two people in school who were out, mm-hmm. and I was just like, why do you want me to come out if you're just going to be worse to me? And then I realized, oh, that's what they are looking to do. And then oh. I transferred. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just kept to myself. I could have come out in high school at some point, but I had my sister coming into high school, Mm -hmm. the same school with me. Yeah. And I guess I was just worried about it getting back to her, and then eventually my family. Even though knowing my sister now, she probably wouldn't have said anything, but... Mm -hmm. You know, c'est la vie. Uh, It was funner the last three years of high school. I just felt more relaxed. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Same. I was oh also completely god, out. Oh my god, Lucas but... is on the phone. Oh my god, Lucas! Uh, uh, yay! Alright everyone, so Lucas is on the podcast now. He's the crazy ex I was talking about earlier on in the podcast. To be honest, you were the most mentally unstable twink on campus. So you're I, wrong. I said that too. And you, and you still are. Just you're off campus now. Yeah, I'm off campus. I'm an off campus unstable twink. Mentally unstable twink. So am I actually on this podcast? Yeah, you are. Now you well, are. Fabulous. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he found a way to work himself in somehow. So wait, what was the last question that I interrupted? What was the last question? Uh was it? Oh, 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 when did you first realize you were gay? Oh, yeah, it was when did you first realize you were gay? I stepped out of the womb and landed on a a pad of glitter. Well, I was in, I told him I was in such denial over the fact that I was gay that I never really, like, realized it to the point of acceptance till college. Oh, so you're actually being serious. When did I, I I think I always kind of knew. I mean, I feel like we all did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all yeah. knew something was yeah. off. Like, I, just, I just never, I just, I, I just never liked having a spotlight on me. Things have changed. Um, yeah. And I, so I didn't feel like coming out of, in high school because I was like a class of like a hundred kids. So the last thing I wanted to do was like put a spotlight on myself. Yeah, same. But then going to, then going, then going to Florida State where there's like, what, 60,000 students? Oh my god, and then meeting people who didn't, well, at least for me, meeting people who didn't give a fuck about whether I was gay or not. I'm assuming that. Lucas just got disconnected, sorry. Um, anyway, moving on, next question. (laughs) Alex, what's your gay recommendation? My gay recommendation is I want to go get sunglasses at this boutique, and then... No, that's not a recommendation. For what? What would you... What would you recommend to someone that makes you feel the least heteronormative? Wait, okay. What is a person that makes me feel the least... What is a thing that makes you feel the least heteronormative? You're just, like, living your gay fantasy. Something I love. Something that makes me feel like I'm living my gay fantasy. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, being in a gay club or a gay event, really... Like, if I'm being honest, I'm surrounded by sequins and queens and um, confetti and 
that that that's like that's a mind gay fantasy. Like that and Lady Gaga. Something about Lady Gaga just brings me to my roots as a gay man. Do you have a particular gay club that you would rec- recommend? In which or, state? Or gay event. In any state, just your your peak. I I would have to recommend Gay Days in Orlando, Florida. Okay? <laughs> At the Doubletree Hotel. That, if you love Fire Island, go there. If you love Key West, go there. If you, like, to me, it's just, like... It is a great hotel in the middle of Orlando with a bunch of pool parties going round the clock and people from all over the country and even the world in their Speedos. And all different ages, all different body types. It doesn't matter. Just go and enjoy yourself. And it's a very friendly, good vibe, in my opinion. And to me, I mean, like, obviously there's personal attachments to it, but to me Mm. it's the best of the gay events that I've been to. And what's your favorite Lady Gaga song? My favorite Lady Gaga song, um, it's a tie between two. Personally born this way because of the meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then musically The Edge of Glory. Okay. Well, thank you, Alex. No problem. I think um, Edge of Glory is just one of those timeless songs mm-hmm. that will always sound good. People said it was dated when it came out. No, it was actually just timeless. Like, because you play Edge of Glory now, it's still a bop. And you play Edge of Glory 20 years from now, it's still a bop. And then Born This Way was just a gay anthem and a gay statement. I'm so glad we ended with Lady Gaga. Listen, go out and buy Joanne and listen to it, okay? Like, forget about who Lady Gaga is or what you think she is or what standard you're holding her to. And just listen to it and you'll see it's a singer-songwriter piece of art. Pop. I love our pop. Me too. Um, okay. Um, first off, I want to say uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please follow on Instagram at The Conversion Therapy. If you have any questions you'd like to ask, uh, please email me at theconversiontherapy at gmail.com. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye, dolls. You're all gorgeous.